Welcome back, folks, to the Mel Wright Show. This is episode 153. We've got a great guest. We've got Atbar Sheikh, the ethical persuader, as I call him. Atbar, would you like to quickly introduce yourself to our listeners and viewers? Uh, sure. My name is Akbar Sheikh uh, from Dallas, Texas. And uh, gosh, we help. Well, we like entrepreneurs. We think they're inherently good people. So we like to help them scale. I would like to help them generate more income because we know they're going to take a portion of that revenue, give it to their families, communities, and favorite charities, uh, hence making the world a better place. That's, fun. That's great, Akbar. Um, as we were discussing in the pre-show chat, I thought my first question was, if you were a real estate agent um, in 2018 and you were starting off, what would be some of the um, tactics and methodologies that you might use to build up your leads and your client base? Yeah, it's interesting. It's really interesting. I'm actually looking, um, I'm actually working, well, I was looking, that's interesting, I was looking for a realtor, okay, Yeah. Uh, recently, and I actually just found one, and I've worked with several realtors. Uh, really not impressed with any of them. I'm impressed with this one. For me, Let's look at a few things. A, how did I start working with this realtor? Okay. Um, I'm just going to write this so I don't forget. How did I start working with this realtor? Well, somebody on Facebook, she works with a friend of mine on Facebook. And my friend had a very positive experience with, the, with her. So she gave her a shout out on Facebook, said, hey, just closed a great deal. My realtor is awesome, you know. How did that happen? Now you can ask for that stuff because when buying a house, selling a house is daunting. If you do a good job for someone, they reciprocity, which is one of the most powerful uh, principles of persuasion in the world is there. The person you helped wants to help you back. They want to refer you. So what you tell them is, Hey, listen, give me a shout out on Facebook, you know, say, tell everybody your experiences about me, you know, People are 70% more likely to use someone that's been recommended. So if you go, if you go on Facebook and you see your uncle who's local, had a phenomenal, or your cousin or your brother or a friend or whatever, had a phenomenal experience with their realtor and your and you need one, what are you gonna do? You're gonna contact them, right? But then on, on social media, it's a lot larger network. Now it's interesting. When I clicked on this realtor, actually, I clicked on their profile, and the profile said father of four kids. Texas realtor. Now I never would have contacted this person if I didn't, if I never got that recommendation because their profile tells me nothing. Father of four, which, okay. I mean, I'm a father of two. The fact that you're father of four doesn't mean much to me. Um, and then you're Texas realtor, meaningless because I, I know you're a realtor. So that, that does. now it depends. Who are you working with? You know, for me, for example, right, I'm an entrepreneur. I want to get, what does that mean? I mean, that means I want stuff done quickly. That means I want stuff under market value. That, that's me. I'm an entrepreneur. Maybe you don't work with entrepreneurs. Maybe you work with, no, you know, regular nine to fivers and you have to see what's important to them. So, for example, if I was a realtor who was going after entrepreneurs, I would say my profile, I am, and be, you know, you'd just be truthful, but obviously as a realtor, you have some sort of skill set. I get, I get you in homes quickly under market value. And I'm like, yep, exactly. That's exactly what I want. Message, I want to talk to you. Because you're, you're saying exactly what I want to hear. You're telling me you're going to get me in something quick. 
you tell me you're going to get me something under market value. Love it. I'm with you. Now, that's just an entrepreneurial target market. Maybe you have a different target audience, but you have to just speak to them. When you say father of four, Texas realtor, you're not targeting anybody because you're not showing anything. It's, it's, it's basically useless. So people are searching on all social media. You have to make sure that your message is there because everyone else is saying the same thing. Friendly realtor or California realtor or let me help you with your real estate needs. All useless. All useless. So if you actually give a specific message, you know, a niche message, then that, then, you know, that'll help you. Now for me, again, I'm an entrepreneur. I, I need a different kind of person. I need the kind of person who, who responds late at night or early in the morning, you know, doesn't maintain nine to five hours. You know, that's the kind of person I like to work with. Maybe the normal nine to five people, maybe they respect those boundaries. Maybe they're fine, you know, with that context. So you need to know what your audience wants. You know, and you need to be willing to give them that. It's interesting because I had a goal of getting a six pack, you know, in my stomach. I wanted to be nice and fit. So I started doing kickboxing and I was doing it. And I was like, funny, funny enough, funny enough, but my wife does that on me. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, you're not alone. You're not alone. Um, I'm doing it. And the most interesting thing happened. Matter of fact, I have the group on here. I've saved it because I'm going to frame it. Let me see if there's just any sensitive information. There's no sensitive. Here's the group on. I'm going to frame this actually because, and for those of you who don't know what Groupon is, it's just a coupon for kickboxing. And uh, I'm not a big coupon person, but anyway, I should be. Um, here's the thing. Right in the middle of class, this is my third class. Right in the middle, I get up. I take my gloves and I, I don't talk to anyone. I walk right out. And the reason was, is because I hate it. I said, man, I hate this. Now, I actually have lost 70 pounds. I know what it takes wow. to get a six pack. I know the work needed to get a six pack. Guess what? And I think this is beautiful and this should be celebrated. And some people don't understand this because they think, dude, you gave up. That's shameful. Like you walked out in class, you gave up. on that. That's bad. I say it's good. Because I know the work needed to get a six pack. And guess what? I'm not willing to put in that work. So I've come up with that realization that, hey, guess what? That's not me. I've now changed my... Now, at that point, you have to change your goals, which is what I did. I changed my goals to just be healthy, which I know what it takes to be healthy, which is basically just eating right and walking briskly 30 minutes a day. Again, talk to your own doctor. I'm willing to do that. And I have been doing that. You see, like I got all these, like, you know, I got all these nuts and all these healthy snacks and stuff and just drinking a lot of water. Know what your limits are. So if you want to target entrepreneurs, but you don't, you want to maintain a nine to five boundary, you're in the wrong, you're targeting the wrong dude. Definitely. Definitely. But honestly, it's it's easy, man. Like I I was fan, I was salivate about thinking about, I I mean, I, I think I'd crush it as a realtor, to be honest with you, just because like, most realtors just don't have any idea how to market themselves. They just don't. So you're comp- you're lucky because your competition stinkies too. They just don't know how to market themselves, you know? So if you just, even this one little tip I gave you about messaging, you're way ahead of your competition, you know? And then of course, it's, a, it's an avalanche. Right? People are like, oh, I get a lot of referral business. But when you get referral business on social media, it's a lot bigger because you know, the old school way is, oh, I helped, uh, I helped this guy buy a house. And then he tells his neighbor, he tells his friend. 
on social media, you're telling a whole lot of people. You can get a whole lot more referrals. Do you know what I mean? Um, and then I, I would also look. I, I mean, I'm a shark, right? I mean, I would be competitive, right? I would I would charge a lower rate, you know, in the beginning. You know, I would I would charge a lower rate in the beginning. I would get then I would get a brand. I would get a good following. I would get, you know, uh, then I would probably raise my rates because then I would establish myself as the best. Like I'm, you want a property quick under market? I'm the best, and I charge accordingly. And guess what? Entrepreneurs like myself, we're willing to pay top dollar to get top service. Again, I'm just giving you an, an example. You know, another thing uh, about realtors is content marketing. You know, they should be advertising on Facebook they, uh, locally. They should be putting together a Facebook group. They should be putting out content in the other localized groups, how to get a house under market, how to get a house quickly or wh whatever your specialty is. Put the content out there and people will flock to you. And then do Facebook Lives. Talk about, you know, do Facebook Lives. Talk about, oh, today I closed the house and this is the story how I closed the house. Today I got a new client. Show yourself as that expert. You know, you're basically building a brand. You know, I mean, there's no reason you can't do seven figures as a realtor. Your competition stinks. Everybody needs a house. Um, you know, nobody's, not, not few people are properly utilizing social media. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a wild, wild west right now. Yeah, I, I think you've covered so many interesting areas there, Well, Thank you so much. Yeah, um, just, just to take the example of your realtor in um, Texas, depending on which part of Texas he's in, you know, he could market himself that he specializes in ranches, like ranches of like five to 15 acres. And he specializes, if you're looking for that kind of archetypal ranch set up on the outskirts of, of a major city. I'm your man, you know, and by choosing that, that specific niche, then all his social media content should be around what's going on in the ranch, ranch market, pictures of people that he's meeting knowing that have ranches clients that he's helped buy ranches it should probably be, be all about ranches would you agree about that yeah he should be known as that ranch dude you know like his name he should be associated with that you know and then here's the thing people might think oh well i'm a, if i'm known as just a ranch guy then i'm eliminating all the people who want you know whatever a stucco building or a brick building people got to understand there's a lot more money in the niche. There's a, don't think about all that, you know, what you're, what you're missing. There's a lot more money in the niche than being a, than being a, gen, uh, uh, than being a, what do they call it? Uh, uh, you know, da, uh, what do they call it? a generalist or like a mat or like a, <laughs> what do they call it? Like a, I do a little bit of everything, but a master of none. You know what I mean? Well, it's so tempting, isn't it, you know, for the reason you've just explained, because you, you get worried that you're going to, especially at the beginning, and it's counterintuitive, isn't it, at bar? You know, it really is very counterintuitive that by finding a niche, and that I see that as one of the m most major problems with so many real estate agents and realtors, even those that have been in the industry a reasonably long time, is they haven't found that effective niche, and that's why their marketing is very ineffective. Yeah, I mean, absolutely correct. I mean, and then like you know, 
they should have email lists. They should have bot lists. I mean, it's interesting. They need to get on social media. I think a lot of them don't know how to. I think, and man, that'd be a good business for someone to start is like, you know, hey, we, hey, we help realtors get on social media. Well, funny enough, that's what Bell Wright does, actually. <laughs> is that what you guys do? That, that, well, specifically with Facebook, um, we, um, we have a SaaS product where we provide landing pages, um, a set of drip email. Okay. Um, um, also, we provide a social media content that can be automatically pushed to agents, Facebook page and Instagram. But it's all focused for providing a, a set of tools to that agent rear to, to help them market on social media and also generate leads through Facebook advertising. So that's wow. our platform. Wow. Um, so we, we eat our own cat food, really, because um, I have niche, niched the product to a specific industry to, and then we market to that agent that's been in the industry between one to five years. That's our um, target uh, audience. So um, I'm not telling you the audience and listeners to do anything that what I don't believe in myself. And this is why I resonate so much with what you've been saying is that um, I totally believe that if you want success in 2018, in any kind of business, you've got to find that niche, haven't you? Yeah, no, I mean, that's a phenomenal service you offer, really. I mean, it's much, much needed. Um, I, I haven't, I, gosh, I haven't seen any realtor good on social media, actually, now that I think about it. Um, that's a great service you offer. I think people should really take advantage of that. Well, it's a little bit tricky, isn't it? Because let's take Facebook, um, you know, if you don't utilize paid advertisement or you don't do a lot of video, your Facebook page, your posts aren't going to get a lot of views. You know, a lot of it as you know, I would suggest um, that you're probably going to have to use your profile a bit. Um, and yeah, yeah, that's not what push, I do. Not push your business. Well, this is the tricky bit. I'd love to hear, before we go for our break, to hear what you say about this. This is the tricky bit. How do you find that balance in utilizing your personal profile, but also, you know, it's a personal profile, so the terms and conditions of Facebook, you can't use it for direct marketing, but you're entrepreneurs, so, you're, so your business is your life. So have you got any insights how you could use your profile effectively without breaking the terms and conditions of Facebook? Yeah, I mean, look, you know, it's a very interesting, very interesting point. It's a very, very interesting point. Um, there's got, I mean, look, there's got to be a balance. There's a business page. There's a business group. There's Facebook groups. There's your personal profile. But no, I mean, look, <laughs> you got to understand, you can absolutely talk about your life. You're a realtor. You can absolutely talk about your life and give tips, you know, and stuff like that. It's probably just saying, like, you can't, like, try to do, like, a live webinar and sell something or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, um yeah, I think I think you, I think you're very much free to talk about give people real estate tips and all sorts of things of that nature. Yeah, I, I don't think they can hit you too hard, long as it's not blatant marketing, because you are a realtor, aren't you? That is your life, isn't it? Yeah, and absolutely. You're going to talk about that in your personal profile, aren't you? 
Yeah, absolutely. I think we're going to go for our break and we'll come back. I've really, I've almost agreed with everything I've said already. Um, and we're going to delve a bit more into um, some of the key areas that he covers on his online contact. We'll be back in a few moments, folks. Do you want quality leads from homeowners and buyers right in your own neighborhood? Then you need MailRite. It is a powerful but easy-to-use online marketing system that uses Facebook to generate real estate leads at a fraction of the cost you'd pay from our competition. We stand behind our work with a no-question-asked 30-day money-back guarantee. So don't delay. Get started today. Go to mail-right.com. We've had a great discussion. I've enjoyed it so far. So let's go in to your catch like you the ethical persuader would you like to talk a bit about um that whole concept of ethical persuasion and what you've learned in your own journey about persuasion actually you know it's interesting i mean there's some people i mean i oh god there was we were doing a background check on someone yesterday and it was disgusting uh on a website <laughs> It wasn't me, was it? No, I, I'm, so, I'm, I'm totally open. You can find out that I'm not being a bad boy. <laughs> no, not their, not their report. The report wasn't disgusting. The, the website was disgusting. So first of all, we put in someone's name. It's like, okay, we need a background check on someone. It did a bunch of fake downloading. Like, okay, we're scanning this person's criminal records. We're scanning this person's uh, personal record. We're scanning wherever they live nonsense because that, that information is instantaneous. They did that on purpose to just delay the process, to keep people engaged, to keep people hooked. Then they had a bunch of windows like, hey, warning, these reports may contain embarrassing details about this person. Are you okay to see that? You know, yes. Warning, there may be graphic, very personal details that they don't want anyone to know. Are you okay to see it? All lies and BS and principles of persuasion, not ethical, but there are principles of, you know, tapping into everyone's like, you know, yeah, of course. Like if you say, oh, yeah, like if you're looking up like your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever, yeah, of course you want to see those embarrassing details. Like, yes, like now you're salivating. Yes, you want like, oh, my God, yes. All lies, all BS. They put you through 100 steps because at the end, guess what? They charge you for it. So basically they're saying, okay, now – now, by the way, you're going to see everywhere they've ever lived, you know, and we don't hide anything. It's very in-depth. And it's like, these are unethical principles of persuasion. But you can do the same things ethically, you know, um, social proof, you know, put an honest, nice testimony. Scarcity, give them an honest, like, hey, listen, as a realtor, hey, deals go quickly on average. And give them statistics. On average, deals are going in three days. So you want something, you got to get it now. That's honest scarcity, you know. Yeah. Honest testimonies. Hey, this guy, hey, uh, I was working with Mark. Oh my God. Uh, this realtor knew, knew exactly what I wanted. They showed me my dream houses and we closed very quickly and he got me a great deal very quickly, you know, hitting all the pain points, you know, um, you know, uh, you want to obliterate all, um, all, all pain points. You want to obliterate all objections, right? Um, you know, I just want to interrupt there. I just want to see if you agree with this. I've, I, one thing I would criticize about my road in online marketing and also a lot of real estate agents and realtors, I don't really think they really understand their clients, their pains, their wants. They just presume they know. 
but I don't feel that they really do. And I, it's taken me to realise I've got to spend time if I'm entering a new market or I'm branding myself. I've really got to make a sizable amount of time to really attempt to understand my target audience. What do you think about that? You should know your target audience like the back of your hand. You should know them better than they know themselves. I mean, when you talk to them, they should be like, oh my God, has this dude been right reading my diary? And I mean, I mean, you need to know what these guys, you need to know exactly what their pain points are and exactly what their wants are, exactly where they want to be. You know, for a realtor, that's not hard, man. I mean, you, you, because the best way to do this is to talk to talk to your target audience. And that's what realtors are doing all day. They're talking all. You know what yeah, I mean? I'm, so, sorry to put, I'm sorry to interrupt there. I think I um, caught you in mid-fault there, but I just wanted to point out because um, I, I really think that if you don't get that, um, doing all the other excellent things we've discussed isn't going to get the results that you hope for. Um, I just wanted to point it out. So let's get back to ethical persuasion. Sorry. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, present yourself as an authority. Hey, we closed 30 houses this month or whatever it is. Present yourself as that dude because sometimes, again, depends on your niche. A lot of people want to work with the best. And a lot of people want to work with someone who knows what they're doing. Do you know what I mean? So you want to show yourself as an authority. I mean, you must have something, you know, and, and if you must have some award or one or, or, or something. You know, some sort of authority, some sort of something that shows that you're really good at what you do. And if you don't, then you need to fine tune your skills a little bit before you start marketing. Uh, you need to fine tune your, your skills a little bit, get a little bit of success organically. And then, you know, it's easier to start marketing or do it in baby steps. So you have, you know, authority, scarcity, likability, you know, show your personality, show that you'd be a nice person to work with, an understanding person to work with that that, that listens that, that more than they talk. You know what I mean? Um you know, things of this nature is, is, is the ethical principles of persuasion. Do you think you, because um, we covered it in our, our discussion last week, that um, a lot of agents, for understandable reasons, want to come across a little bit bland, a little bit, they, they avoid, I don't mean um, you should delve into politics or something, um, but what I mean is that they just want to come across a bit bland and they won't upset anybody. They won't reject any possible client that comes their way. But by doing that, they just become another agent. They just become a commodity. What's your thoughts about that? Yeah, I mean, it goes back to that thing about the niche, right? People like who, who are afraid of niching down, they're afraid of losing people that are not in the niche. The same thing is like, I think the most profitable person you can be is yourself. As a matter of fact, if I ever say anything like, you know, about my, about my thoughts or my beliefs or whatever, I'm not afraid to say any of it at all on Facebook because some people might unfriend me. For example, there was a hot dog eating contest on ESPN last week. I thought the whole thing was stupid. I was like, dude, this is so stupid. This guy ate 73 hot dogs. We have a bunch of people cheering him on. This is, this, is, this is not what society is about. This is gluttony. This is about greed. This is not, people should not be cheering this on. This is a sad thing. This is excessive behavior. And a lot of people agreed with me. Well, first of all, a lot of people, some people disagreed with me. And they're no longer friends with me on Facebook because they disagreed very strongly. They don't follow me anymore. But then other people agreed very strongly with me. And those people are now feel closer to me 
Do you know what I mean? So it's about building your tribe of, of like-minded people who really resonate with you because not only do people buy from those that they like and trust, but they also uh, believe, they also buy into what you believe, you know? So I honestly say, I honestly tell people the most profitable person you can be um, is really yourself. That's the, I love that actually. Um, Where's the balance, though? Because uh, a lot of um, real estate agents and realtors are going to be listening to this and they think, you know, I just, you know, it's so counterintuitive that, that, you know, they've got, you know, I'm not trying to be nasty to anybody, but you see a lot of agents that have very outdated photos. They have a kind of persona there. and also, um, would you agree, I think it's a little bit harder for a woman, you know, the real estate industry is dominated by women and it's a little bit harder. Do you think it's a little bit harder for a woman to do some of the things we've just discussed? No, I don't. No, you think it's just as effective? I, I think there's no difference at all. I think... Um, I think it's no difference at all. I mean, I think if anything, women have a little bit more of an advantage yeah, just as like, okay, would you, are you going to trust the, you know, who, who they say, well, who makes the best CEOs, females, they, who, you know, if you, I, I would prefer to work with a female um, realtor. Why? I think they're going to work harder and I think they're going to be smarter and I think that they're going to be more uh, on, organized and I think they're going to be more on top of things. Matter of fact, the realtor I, I've chosen is female. All right. All yeah. right. That's really fascinating. Thank you for being so frank about that. So, um, <clears throat> when it when it comes to persuasion, obviously you got two parts for agent. Um, you got you actually attract somebody. I somebody's recommended you on social media, or you, you've done some advert or some contacts attracted a possible client, and then you have that first meeting, that meeting where you attempt to persuade them to sign up with you. Have you got any insights about some of the factors that will make that meeting successful? Yeah, I mean, I think it's really just about, I mean, God, I did this, I went to an open house recently and it was pathetic. The the realtor was trying to get us to sign up with them and they gave us no reason to. They're like, hey, uh, well, look, I can help show you some houses. Uh, You know, just want to work with me you know, just sign this paperwork. And I was like, dude, this is, this realtor can't be doing well, you know, because they, they get, it's like this. It's like going on a date, first date and, you know, and, and asking someone in essence, what you're doing is on a first date, you're asking someone to marry you. You know, now the problem is what a lot of people, they just going up to some random person at the bar and say, Hey, will you marry me? Like, of course the answer is going to be no, you're probably going to get a slap in the face. You know what I mean? The thing is, now you're talking about a lot of principles of persuasion. So one, it's a first meeting. How are you going to get them to sign up with you? Put them at ease. To listen to and, and show them that you understand exact. Make it about them, right? Number one, what what is it that you're exactly looking for? What's your dream home? And, and write everything down. Okay, okay. And then guess what? First, diagnose the problem. What's your story? Why do you want to move? Um what is your dream house look like? What is your budget? What's your time frame? You know, ask that in a very friendly manner, like you're like you're a friend trying to help them out, right? 
then once you diagnose the situation, oh, okay, for example, me, why am I moving? Well, we're in a loft and I have two kids and there's not enough space and they're going nuts at home. I need the backyard. Uh, we need a little bit more space. I actually want to start working from home. Okay, so you need, a, in other words, and then you repeat it to them so that they understand that you get it. So, like, okay, so you're looking for a nice, safe house, you know, um, in the corner, you're looking for a nice yard for the kids to enjoy. You're looking for maybe like a nice little office for yourself and just, just a little bit bigger so you can enjoy your family life. And they'll be like, yes, exactly. Like you get it. Do you know what I mean? Then there's a connection. And then you tell them, you look them right in the eye and say, listen, I can, I can totally help you with this. You know, we can start right away and we can go at your own pace. You want to go quickly. You want to go slowly at your own pace. And I'm, I'm going to be here for you hundred percent. And you give, give them the blueprint, like I'm available for you, whatever, nine to nine, nine to five, whatever. I'm available. You contact me directly on my cell or right on Facebook. I'm going to show you things. You tell me exactly what you want to see. We're going to take a look at it. I'm going to negotiate the best deal for you. And I have your best interests are. I know exactly what you want. And uh, we'll make it happen. We've done so for 50 people in the past 30 days, whatever. Add some authority. Um, you know, Just sign right here. And, uh, and let's start getting you into your dream house. Oh, just about to sign myself, actually. You mesmerized me there a little bit. Um, we're going f- to finish up the podcast part of the show, folks. Hopefully, Akbar is, uh, is going to stay on. He's actually got a fascinating personal story about connected to his own personal challenges, which he's been very public about. So I'm going to ask him, hopefully, some questions about that and what he's learned about his own personal journey, which is fascinating, actually. Um, Atbar, um, how can people find out more about you and what you're up to? You know, honestly, the best, best thing is two things. Follow me on, on Facebook, number one. Number two is go to um, – I actually have a book, a best-selling book um, called Seven Figure Funnels, and it'll talk to you a lot about these persuasions – and they'll talk to you a lot about, you know, how to increase your, your practice as a realtor. Um, it's $47 on Amazon right now, but I'd love to give it to your audience for free. Um, if you just go to sevenfigurebook.com um, and, then, and then you go ahead and, 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 uh, and enjoy that book. That's very generous of you. Um, I'll be tempted to get it myself, actually. Uh, um, if you want to find out more about me or have a chat you can go to the email right website um you can book a, a 30 minute consultation with me directly and we'll talk about how to put your online marketing and do some of the things we've discussed during this interview if and that's totally free or if you want to find see some of the other interviews that we've done with similar great e- experts you can go to the Mailrite website and um, there's a full library of interviews it's almost like a university course 101 in real estate marketing and um it's well worth your effort to look at those videos because they're some of the best experts in the industry and in marketing in general. I've really have enjoyed our discussion. It's been fantastic. I think we've actually touched some of the core things that is that a realtor or a real estate agent has to get right in 2018. And I thank you for coming on the show. And we'll see you next week, folks, where we're going to have another expert and help, which should help you grow your real estate business. We'll see you next week, folks. Bye. 